everybody, it's your buddy, it's your pal, Spaz Phoenix, and this is Flix Flix. We're doing another trailer preview, review, reaction, whatever you want to call it, for the movie 65. And because I didn't mention it last time, I didn't mention it when I did the Scream 6 trailer reaction, I am going to put for as many of these as I can, if I if I remember, etc., I'm always gonna put the link to the move or the movie trailer that I'm reacting to in the description box below. So if you're watching it on the podcast, if you're watching it, or if you're listening to me on YouTube especially, uh, open up a second window, quickly check out the uh, trailer before you want to hear my thoughts on it. You guys will always have that option. This one's by Sony, so I'm actually going to go to the Sony channel. I'm not going to go to some like hack third-party thing, because I'm talking about their stuff. I might as well send you right to their thing. This is... It's funny because Scream, the last thing we did, the last uh, trailer reaction we did, was something that I am now, because it's Scream 6, six movies deep into. So I have a lot of investment. I let you guys know a lot of, you know, what I'm expecting from it, etc. When we did the preview for the movie Sick, it was more or less based on my real-life COVID frustrations and why I was looking so forward to the movie. I actually saw the movie. I actually found a way to get it, even though I live in Canada and we don't have Peacock in Canada. Sick is awesome. It's exactly the same, the mix of uh, cheesy, you know, cut and paste slasher movie and an absolute political harpoon at COVID culture. So those of you that saw my trailer for that, I wholeheartedly uh, recommend, especially if you live in the States where Peacock exists, I think, um, I definitely recommend the movie Sick. You can kind of leave your brain at home. It's, it's a, it's not... It's not going to set the world on fire, but it, if you've got a sarcastic sense of humor like mine, you will enjoy it. So I had a reason to talk about Sick. I had a reason to talk about Scream 6. I had different motivations for both. My motivation for this is this movie just looks like a lot of fun. So if you've watched the trailer, you know, and if you didn't watch the trailer and you're just choosing for... Uh, for me to tell you what I saw and what I think, here's the deal. Adam Driver plays a character named Mills. He crash lands in some futuristic looking spaceship on a brand new planet, and there's only one other survivor, and of course, it's a little girl, so he's gonna be taking care of her while he ventures through this planet that he's crashed on, and he's, he's totally convinced that there is alien life on this planet. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward through the trailer. The alien life is actually fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> and you slowly realize, you pull back, you realize the meaning behind the movie being called 65 because somehow he has crashed 65 million years in the past where the dinosaurs were. Now, that's a little bit of me reading into it. Not gonna lie. I, I would love it to be a swerve. I would love it to be... Like, we think he's somehow gone back in time to find the dinosaurs, but no, this is actually the first human to land on the planet. They were advanced, they just didn't give any of their advancements to the cavemen. I think that would be a really interesting twist. I don't think that's what they're doing. Um, it's one of those ridiculous premises where they say something ridiculous, and part of the pull of the movie is, okay, how do they make that ridiculous thing make sense? How do you say somebody went so far out into space that they went back in time? Now, we are, if, if you're somebody following the Marvel Universe or the MCU, um, all of it right now is 
time travel and different timelines and different dimensions and slightly different realities and all that kind of thing. So it's very easy to pontificate. Is there a wormhole? Is there a black hole? Is there, you know, did he drive really, really fast and spin the earth backwards in time a la Superman? I don't know, but that's part of the fun of um, start with a ridiculous premise and just at least go see the movie to see how the movie makes it make sense. Um, you're obviously going to have the uh, the comparisons to Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park is the benchmark of dinosaur movies. I'm sorry, practical effects are better. Don't at me. Um, but it does have more of a horror movie unsettling vibe to it because there's a survival thing with with Jurassic Park, with Jurassic World, with Jurassic uh, anything. There was the idea that you could escape, you could go somewhere else. There were government agencies that were going to take care of these these dinosaurs, etc. You could get off the island, so to speak. But in this, first of all, he thinks he's crash-landed on an alien planet. So the first, I'm going to predict that the first little bit is, oh my god, what planet am I on? How do I get home? And then when you realize what's happened with the time and whatever, you're going to realize that you can't really escape. You can't really go home because the whole world is the dinosaur's home. It's 65 million years ago. It's the whatever era. I, I don't know my prehistory as well as I should to make a comment like that, but it's okay. So the absolute inescapable uh, nature of it is, is one thing that's really cool that immediately makes it a lot more serious. The desire to escape and then realizing that there probably is no escape. The, um, you know, personal, uh, like, inward search for survival, etc., but also the additional responsibility of, okay, there's only one other survivor, and it's a kid, obviously i got to take care of this kid. If I fail and I die, that's one thing. If I fail and because I fail, this kid dies, then it's a whole new thing. It's, it's, it's the movie rule, don't shoot the dog, right? Um, but it does have a little bit more of a serious thing to it. Jurassic Park, for a, even its most terrorizing moments still has levity to it, still has ridiculous to it. It is self-aware to a point. I mean, they put Jeff Goldblum in it. Enough said. You've got, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, the Ian Malcolm character, talking about, you know, that's one big pile of shit. I don't think we're going to be measuring the dinosaur's droppings in this movie, which is absolutely fine. Gives it a little bit more of a serious tone. When the character is taking it more seriously, when the character is more legitimately afraid, then you can be more afraid for them as a as a watcher. But also... It's such an interesting um, point of view to sort of go back in time in the in the age of the dinosaurs and sort of, I mean, obviously he's going to know what dinosaurs are from history books, etc. But to initially land on a planet, not knowing that it's Earth, see these dinosaurs and think that it's an alien species that you found, and then have that pulled away is such an interesting take, and it gives it more of a, of an alien vibe, uh, and I mean the movie, the Alien series uh, vibe. If you want to go back on the podcast, you can find old episodes of Flix Fix when Kristen was co-hosting with me where we reviewed the first two Alien movies, both, both Alien and Aliens. Uh, as I always have to remind everybody, we did record a review of Alien 3 where I said Alien 3 was basically Shawshank Redemption in space, but that recording got lost and I'm an idiot, so there we go. Um, but to have it where they're introduced as aliens and then slowly pull that idea away later on, it's, it's a very, it's a very, very interesting take on, like, how would we deal with dinosaurs? Um, 
I mean, we didn't create them in a lab. They're just there. It's like you're like, you know, if somebody buys your house and then you go visit them a couple years later, now you feel like you're a guest in your own house. Now expand that idea planet wide. It does have a creepy overtone to it. Sam Raimi is producing, which which says all you need to say. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, and I've momentarily forgot his name, Danny Elfman is working on the score. That's never going to be a bad thing, is it? Um, what else can I say? I really, I really want to see this because as much as, like I said before, like I said at the beginning of this, I'm invested in Scream 6 because I've watched the other ones. Um, I mean, I was invested in Sick for much different and sarcastic reasons. But, you know, DC is falling apart. But I'm still sort of invested to see what they do next based on what I've seen so far. Marvel has everybody by the balls. You're either in or you're out with Marvel at this point. Um, and if you go see a Marvel movie, it's just the next episode of this big television show called Marvel. Um... As I say, Scream 6 is coming up. Saw 10 is coming up. When we get the preview for Saw 10, you better believe I'm going to be reacting to that as well. There's a there's a Fast and the Furious movie coming out at some point this year, and that's got a lot of inbuilt uh, loyalty to it as well. When you have all these serieses going on, and I look around, I look around my room as I'm recording this right now. Uh, the Purge was a long-running series. Resident Evil was a long-running series. Something like this coming out of the blue that I don't have any attachment with but has already gotten my attention as much as it has is the perfect refresher in amongst all this other stuff where it's just like this is the next version, this is the next iteration, this is the next sequel, prequel, requel, whatever. Um, and I think as we get into it, as we get closer to things like Avengers, like... Uh, Quantum Mania, like uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Again, I'm going to say Scream 6, Saw 10, Fast Fast and the Furious 10, and I am going to say the joke here. If it's not Fast 10, your seatbelts, then they've, they've missed the plot. All those things where you're waiting for the next one, waiting for the next one, and you have all this inbuilt um, dedication to that particular series, a movie like this that's sort of come out of nowhere, I know it's based on something, but I'm not too familiar and I'm not gonna lie something like this is the perfect reflect refresher I can speak I swear the perfect palate cleanser um, before all that stuff kicks off because it makes for a nice little mix in your in your movie watching the other the other example I can think of right now is I'm in between series right now watching t uh, as far as what I'm watching on TV we have to wait till 2024 for the next season of House of the Dragon which is a real bummer uh, in the meantime I've jumped on board with The Last of Us, which I know a lot of my gamer friends are really excited about, and I'm treating The Last of Us the same way as I would treat a Marvel movie. You guys know, I've said it before, I don't read comic books because I don't want to do the whole comparison thing. I'm glad I'm not really a gamer because on its face, The Last of Us, two episodes deep, has already got me in, and that got my attention from scratch. And that's, I think, if I can complete my ramble here, that's what this movie has done. This movie is, doesn't, it doesn't have a cheat code in its wallet. It doesn't have, uh, I have to watch Ant-Man Quantum Mania because that's going to build into Avengers and that's going to build into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. It just showed its face to me and I said, yeah, I'm going to watch the fuck out of that. Technically, what I'm reacting to is the second trailer as well. I thought when I saw the first trailer, oh, that's a neat little idea. And then I saw the second trailer and I said, going to do a reaction, going to do a... Uh, 
a uh, quick thoughts with you guys on that. Don't know what the next thing I'm actually going to review is going to be because that's really going to depend on what the next thing I see in the theater is. Right now, the next thing I know I'm seeing for sure is Quantum Mania, and that'll be half a review, half what do we think this means next in the MCU, which goes back to my, my point from a second ago. But yeah, something a little different, something... Uh, this is me taking 10 minutes to say, hey, I just saw a trailer for this movie and it looks really cool, and hey, spaceships and dinosaurs. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Have you seen the most current trailer? Like I say, I'm going to put the trailer in the description box below. Have you seen the current trailer? Is it something you're interested in? Do you think this is going to be as fun as I think it will be? All comments welcome. Find me on Twitter at Spaz Phoenix or put it in the comment section. If you are listening to me on something that has a comment section, I've been Spaz. This has been FlexFix. Subscribe up there. Talk down there. Start a conversation. Keep all these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I will talk to you later. I'll see you later. But for right now, I am out of here. Bye, guys.